Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Uh, goosebumps and the songs that makes the hairs stand up on the back of your neck uh, 0876797104 got a lot of messages in quickly one from who is this is this Andrea it is Andrea what's the story she said um, the weekend call out my name uh, three doors down here without you and also a song by uh, Ed Sheeran and Rudimental, Rudimental which I forgot about which is a cracking song which is this one hang on let me, let me turn the faders up so we can all hear it this is a great song. Oh yeah, this is good. I like this one. I've been it depends on your mood as well. You know? Like if you're in a mood for something deep. You could be, you know, you're um, if you're on, yeah, if you're on your home, like maybe if you're driving on your own or walking home alone in the dark, just listen to this. Yeah, this could be goosebumps. No, it's not bad. Thank you for that. Uh, Andrea, uh, any others, do let us know. A couple of texts come in from a few old classics, by the way. Uh, a lot of people have said, yeah, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You is obviously uh, a bit of a, a song that makes a lot of people... Do you know what else, actually, that we missed? The Cranberries. Which one? I would say... Zombie, zombie has to and be zombie, dreams. Yeah. Yeah, both of them. They're very, very powerful and very goosebumpish. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor, that's a good one. Um, we've got a message in. Uh, Mauro Bocato, like this, like that. Old school dance classics giving you the old goosebumps. Happy days. <laughs> Listen to that. Oh my God. Filthy. Absolutely filthy. Yeah. Who did that come in from now? Let me just check to see who that came in from. God, I Great that song. In years. Uh, this is from Phil. Phil, thanks very much for that. That's a cracking song. Yeah. Those are cracking songs from Morrow over the years. It's funny what kind of songs are giving people goosebumps, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this you is get some people song. that are going all, all dance. Yeah. And then others are, are going, nothing compares to you. And I wonder, is the dance songs, again, kind of like the arena stuff, is that because you heard it in, like, a, a huge club or a nightclub and it was just a whole experience that was like, oh, this is class, or is it just a song in and of itself? Like, what's doing it for you, Phil? Let us know. <laughs> oh, amazing. Freaks goes deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Al. Oh, yeah, that's Great song. Oh, now it feels like a Friday or Saturday night. It does, isn't it? Sorry, lads, it's only a yeah. Monday. That's a great song. That's a great song. I'm going to be playing that on repeat yeah. now later on. Uh, a few other messages in here from Kate. A lot of the girls with the big emotional songs get a lot of people, apparently. From the way you talk she says uh, Adele, when we were young, is the one that gets her. That would have me pulling my ears out. 
Uh, this is a great song. What's, what's wrong with Adele? Singing about this a This and... I was only thinking about it earlier on when I was driving to get my car fixed and yeah. Yellow, Coldplay Yellow came on <laughs> and I just wanted to jump out of the car <laughs> as fast as possible. This it was is a great horrible, song. Yeah, it was a horrible song. No, this to me... Oh, no. That would Come never on. give me goosebumps. Yeah. This is the, the live at the church studios version as well. I appreciate so that Adele is a fantastic... Ooh fantastically talented singer, artist and a lot of people love her she's not my cup of tea oh come on Saoirse you've no soul if you don't like Adele does this not make you cry? we know I've no soul no it absolutely it will make me cry because I want you to turn it off no god no I just can't wait with some people sorry about that no get back to Riverland <laughs> has to be the Irish rugby anthem shoulder to shoulder Tommy said Bloodstream is great for running it is great for running that's a good actually pace song <clears throat> not bad City of Blinding Lights as well yeah cracking songs as well so any other ones that we might have missed do let us know uh, we're looking for the songs that make the songs that give you goosebumps so special one or two and when you hear them you're like oh my god unbelievable um, and I think live for me live versions anyway are just a hell of a lot better um, and maybe stadium anthems as well will we'll do good Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. still to come before the end of the show a man who believes he has a past life uh, from about 150 years ago and uh, goes around on a day-to-day basis dressed as somebody from the Victorian periods. He just wants to live the life of uh, someone who lived about 100, 150 years ago. Uh, that's on the way shortly, and we'll have music from Little Bit, Little Mix on the way next. F- FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Um, co- quick couple of messages. We we're talking about those songs that give you goosebumps. Uh, Andrea sent in a few. She had a couple of more suggestions. She also agrees with Saoirse. We discovered this evening that uh, Saoirse hates Adele. And why you would hate Adele, Saoirse, I just don't know. You should you know, listen to her when you're sad and lonely and just cry yourself to sleep. That's what she's there for. Now, hang on a second. When did I ever say I hate her? I don't I'm just taking things out of context. Anyone. That's what we do here. That's what we do. We take them out of context and say, Andrea, she says, I'm with you on Adele, Saoirse. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Adele has made a lot of money. Adele doesn't care about my opinion of her music, but I'm Very not true. a fan. I, I won't be out buying her, her singles. I will not be going to her gigs. They're just not for me. That's oh, fine. fine. I don't have emotions, you see. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't resonate with what she's saying. Yeah. So, you know. In that sense, it doesn't do anything for me. Someone else, yeah, yeah. it might be amazing, you know? Well, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. You can continue hating Adele all you want for the rest of your life. Um, we'll see how far that gets you now. I know. Um, okay, still to come on the show, we're going to be chatting to somebody who lives their life on a daily basis dressed up as somebody from the Victorian periods. And it kind of, kind of got us wondering, do you ever feel as if you were born in the wrong decade? Like, would you have been better off growing up in the 50s or 60s or whatever, uh, let us know. If you feel as if you should have been born in a different decade, let us know which decade you think that should have been. 87 Before we go anywhere, though, uh, I came across... I have an old uh, deck of cards that I found in my gaff station. I haven't played cards in, I'd say, 10 years easily. I want like, snap and stuff or go fish? Yeah, uh, 21s. I used to love that game. Or, like, blackjack? Yeah. What, the, what was 21s? 21 is uh, getting the, the first person that hits 21. Oh, yeah, blackjack, yeah. Sorry. Wins or closes to. Is there another name for that as well? Is that called pontoon or am I getting confused now with my, uh, with my games? There is another name for it, but I can't remember. No, that's not it, though. Uh, what, was the other, what was the other card game? It wasn't Kings. It's the other one. 
Oh, what's it called? That's the one I was thinking like of. Seven, seven skips. Uh, Jack back. What's the name of that game, lads? It was loads of different rules based on the cards, and the idea was to get rid of all the cards in your hand. Remember that game? See, I wasn't Remember? huge into my cards. I'm not going to lie. Like I only played them maybe at Christmas. Right. And then I'd get bored, and then obviously it was always Monopoly then. For hours. <laughs> and then you have the the Monopoly rows with the family. Happy days. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Here's what I'm going to do, though. Um, let's see. Let's see how well we can switch. Thank you. That's what it was called, Switch. Oh, I Ton- do remember Tons of text Switch, coming actually. in. Paul, thank you very much um, for that. that. That was the name of that, yeah. And Kev, loads of rules. Let me see if I can remember all the rules. Queen, oh. What was it? It was like red and black was like pick up for somebody else. Pick up for yourself. Jack skips. What's King? I can't remember what King does. What's his ace do? So many rules. Like Jack back. Seven skips or just seven reverse it. Oh my, if you know the rules, that's if you know the switch rules or the rules that you played by, you send them in. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. It was like two, three, and four. You had to pick up two, three, or four. Black was like for yourself, red was for somebody else. Five, what does five, five, six, and seven do? Nine, what well, some of them reverses it. Damn it, I, I'm getting really confused now. What does an ace do? Is an ace like any card? Oh, here we go. Here we go, Paul. Here we go. Jack back, seven skips. Two for two extra cards. What were the rest of them? What did the queen do? I don't really remember What did the king do? What did the ace do? Great game. Great game. Sounds complicated, though. Uh, No, it was grand. It was grand. Handy enough. It was a good crack. I can't remember all the rules, though, um, for all the cards. Anyway, apart from that, right, um, I'm going to flick through these cards, and will you just tell me to stop? Okay. Okay, wait. Okay, you landed on one particular card. Any ideas what it was? I think it was um, King of Hearts. The King of Hearts? Yeah. No. No, okay, let's see if anyone can get this before the end of the show, before we wrap up, okay? And I'm not going to lie, you're going to well, have to trust me. I've picked out one card that Sisha said to stop on, and it's uh, beside me here, beside my laptop here on the desk. And uh, let's see, can anyone get it? Can anyone get it on your first guess, by the way? You can't send in bazillions of guesses. Let us know what you think it is. Let us know what you th- think, what card Saoirse has landed on this evening. All right. 0876797104. No multiple guesses. Send us in the first card that pops into your head. I have one card here beside me. Snuck under my phone. So I can't even, uh, can't even change it. But I want to see if anyone can, anyone can get this. Was it the Eight of Diamonds? No, it was not, Kev. Not a bad guess, but it was not the Eight of Diamonds. Uh, Sisha, another guess? <sighs> Queen of Hearts? Queen of Hearts. I feel like it's a strong card. Is it the Queen Why? of Hearts? I just feel it. It's your woman's intuition. Okay, yeah. Or else, can I, can I, can I switch one more time? One more time. Is it the Ace? It is not the ace. <sighs> Unfortunately enough, I want to see if, if you can get it on your first guess. If you think you know, or are just able to guess randomly if you're that lucky this evening, or you possess some sort of psychic powers. One card, seriously picked out, technically, from the deck. 0876797104, what do you think it is? See if you get it right. And we'll see if uh, anyone gets it correctly by the end of the show. On the way next, a man who believes he lives 
or has a past life from the Victorian period and goes around wearing top hats and fancy coats, doesn't wear modern clothes, wears all clothes you would associate with the Victorian period. Uh, gets a few odd looks, looks a little bit strange. Why he does it, he'll be on to tell us about that next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Hope you're doing well for your Monday. If you saw somebody, a young man in his 20s, walking around like he was from uh, 100 or so years ago with a fancy top hat on, um, w- would you be surprised or concerned or would you just be like, meh, whatever? Do you know what? I kind of like this idea because um, I've said this to you before. I don't really do technology. I don't really like living in 2020. I think I should have been born maybe, I'm, I'm not going to say 1900, but maybe in the 50s. That's when I should have been born. I should have bypassed this whole kind of, you know, I'm too old to use technology. I'm just going to sit back and write my letters again. Oh, a nice slower paced lifestyle. You just sit back and enjoy it and take it all in. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. So obviously the age I am, I can't get away with doing that because still working, little Mm, bit of time till I retire. So I'm going to have to use email. I'm going to have to use Facebook and Twitter and everything else that I don't want to use. I've heard a few people say that before, that they were born in the wrong decade or born in the wrong age. It's not a bad one. Listen, if, if you feel you should have been born like Saoirse, maybe in a, in a different era, what would be the ideal era that you'd love to be born in? Maybe it was the 70s or the 80s. Maybe it was uh, the 1700s. For the crack, let us know. 0876797104. Because this next gentleman joining us on the line to share with you more about his lifestyle. Um, he dresses up like a, a Victorian. He is a classical portrait painter for very, very uh, high-profile celebs over in the UK. UK, but he, he feels as if he might have had a, uh, a previous life as well, and a past life, I should say. But he goes around in some of the most beautiful clothes ever. But in fairness, they do look completely out of place when you're walking down to see a gentleman in a top hat, in a cravat. Looks like he's going to a very formal, maybe like Royal Ascot. But to tell us a little bit more about his whole lifestyle, why he's been doing this, how long he's been doing it for. Uh, Michael Corvitz, how are you? Hey, from you. How are you? Doing well? Doing very well. Yeah, thank you for speaking with us here this evening. So for, for somebody who has not seen let's say, your, your style and your, your lifestyle yeah. as of yet. Can you describe, you know, what, what are you wearing today? Well, um, I actually went to visit my friend, so I'm wearing a frock coat. And a frock coat is a Victorian coat, which is almost like a tail jacket with the two buttons on the back, but it buttons up from the front. Um, so basically, it's all Victorian fashion what I'm interested in. And it's, uh, it's actually not too different to what we'd call formal fashion today. Only the Victorians mm. wore it every day. <laughs> and where did the love of this come from? Well, that's the mystery. I have no idea. I've always been slightly different, as far back as I can remember. And um, I've always liked, I don't know, without sounding like a snob, because I won't call myself a snob, I've always liked the better things in life. And I think everybody <laughs> does to some extent. And I've noticed the clothes are better made than clothes are mass-produced today. And things like that. So I've always been interested in the history of fashion. But also, um, I suppose it's we don't really have an answer for everything in life. I mean, why do some people like football, for example, and some don't? You know what I mean? It's things like that. I just love it for some reason. Your, um, you know, your, your Instagram profile where you kind of have your outfits and you show you what you wear on a daily basis, is it, it looks like something I would maybe wear once in a lifetime if I ever got an invite to Royal Ascot. It is that kind of, I suppose, that style. Now, it looks very, very well, but it must be difficult wearing that like every single day, like if you're running down to Tesco to get some milk and bread, are, are you still in that top hat and Victorian getup? Oh, not a top hat, no, but <laughs> I would wear the frock <laughs> coats and, and the, a scarf or a collar. I think it's important to dress well and keep the image up as well. It does link a lot with my artwork, and artists are known for being eccentric, and the reason for that is to stand out. There are so many artists out there, 
And my work is 19th century in style. It's not modern art. So my image is also the fashion that I wear. I think it looks brilliant. But are you also living the life of someone from the 1900s? Oh, yes. As I speak to you now, I'm staring at my grandfather clock. Um, I'm actually, uh, yes, it's all, all the date calls correct to about um, 1850, 1860. I have uh, Cornish, chandeliers, even oil lamps that work. But I do have the mod cons. For example, I will use social media and Facebook and Instagram, not necessarily to scroll through, more to post. Um, as you mentioned before, yes, I have quite a, a well-built-up Instagram and Facebook. So that's how I promote my artworks and what I do. So you, you don't have an outhouse? An outhouse? <laughs> you don't no, have to go to the bathroom not. down the end of the garden. You're, you still have that toilet in the house? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. So Victorians oh. would consider that crude to talk about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, but we're still getting up with our uh, uh, Victorian, what would you call it, manners. I'm after uh, doing a social faux pas, as they, they may say. Right. Excellent. So, yes. how long have you been uh, been doing this? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Do you mean how dressing like this? Yeah, how long have you been out kind of in the, in the Victorian ah. kind of gear? Well, oh, golly. As far as I could afford it, uh, I suppose when you're a child and you grow up with your parents, then the mother will usually dress the children to look as silly as possible. So modern shorts, T-shirts. As soon as I could really afford it, I started investing in better clothes. So I had the option of going to Primark, for example, or something like that. And um, instead, I decided to look on eBay and look at vintage clothes because I just prefer the cut. The fact that they bow in at the waist as opposed to being baggy and mass-produced. And I think it's about standing out as well. I wouldn't say attention-seeking because that's not what I'm doing. But I think it's important in a world of 7 billion people to stand out from the crowd especially in art. Yeah, definitely. And are your family um, also living in this era? Oh, no, no, definitely not. No, no. This is just uh, just me and my little bubble. <laughs> Very good, Saoirse. You should start doing this. So you wanted, what, 50s get-up? Like, what would be a 50s get-up? That would be I kind of... um corsets. Not, not 50s, but I'm talking if you're going a little bit older than that, you'd be wearing a corset. They're nice, aren't they? Tuck in the waist. Oh, yes, of course. It's lovely. That's quite... Um, Late Victorian, well, no, not late Victorian. It went all the way from the medieval era, but they got at their tightest around the start of the 20th century. Yeah, yeah, I could get on board with that now. I'd probably have to put down the cake, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you, no, you wouldn't have to because, of course, it does that for you. So you can eat what you want and you just got to tighten it up a little bit more and you'd be like, oh, have a nice oh muffin top. <laughs> you don't need to yeah. cancel the gym membership and put that money into these fancy Victorian corsets. And yeah, no, it's 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 an interesting lifestyle. And I said it's it's interesting here that you're obviously trying to be congruent with all of your art, and that you know your as I said your your life is a reflection of your art, and your art's a reflection of your life as well. That's that's really interesting. But um, there was you know an article that we came across that mentioned you thought you may have had a past life that you might have, or you feel as if you've got a, a past life when you friends of yours found an image from years ago that looked exactly like you. Now, is, is this true? Do you feel as if you might have had a, a past life and oh. this is where all this might have come from? Yes. Um, I wasn't sure how you found out about this because I didn't think the story ran. Uh, this is from months ago. Yes, yeah, so... I believe then, since you mentioned that, it's gone out in the press today. Um, yes, a few months ago, I found a photograph uh, that was sent to me through Facebook by a friend in the US, one of my followers. And he said that somebody used my image without my permission. Well, I'm not too fussed about that because it's all good publicity and a bit of fun. But I looked at it and I thought, I don't remember posing like that for a photo shoot. And I'd lost track hmm. of which photo shoots I'd done. And I was looking at it and I thought, gosh, that is me. And I thought somebody touched it up in black and white, you know, made it look a little bit older. And then I looked at the fashion. I thought, I don't own a cravat like that. I thought, 
has somebody stuck my photo on top? And then I did some research and I put a poll out on Instagram. And I had thousands of people reply to me saying they found the photograph by doing a Google reverse search. And it's an original photograph from 1905. And it's quite a famous one that if you type in um, Edwardian gentleman, it, it would come up. And I was shocked. I tried to do my research. I couldn't find any more details on it, apart from the fact that it's a wedding photograph from 1905. And the man in the picture dresses in the same clothes that I admire. And he seems to have the same hairstyle. And the spookiest part is when I wanted to do um, a comparison for Instagram, I talked to people about how um, I found my picture. Well, a picture looks like me. And when I was comparing them on Photoshop, you can overlay an image. And when I mm. put his face over mine, the eyes, nose, lips, and jawline lined up to the last millimeter. Spooky. Oh, weird. Oh, and you've never seen spooky. this picture before? No, I thought it was a picture of me. Somebody's been editing or sending around, and it wasn't. And you, you, you've no way that you went back to 1905 for a quick photo snap and then came back here? Well, no. I. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you, would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be breaking all of the time travel rules. But, like, you didn't follow up with who the person was and didn't get a name or anything. It's not a relative of yours, do you know? No. Well, the thing is, it can't be a relative of mine. The only thing I found out is it could be potentially in America or Britain. But the thing is, my ancestry is Ukrainian, and it goes oh, back yeah. to my grandfather's line. Uh, my grandfather was born in 1923 over in Ukraine. So, I, And they were all farmers, completely um, working-class, poor farmers who could never even dream of affording photographs, let alone a gentleman from 1905 dressed like this. There's, I know my direct line quite well, and there's nothing that could be possibly related to that photograph. That's creepy That's now, isn't it? That's weird now. Yeah. yeah. And it gets spookier because I went and um, one of my friends is very good at channeling past lives. Now, I don't necessarily 100% believe in it. I'm open to anything like that. But she did one on me once at a dinner party. And um, it came back that I was born around the correct era for that time period as well, which is quite strange. So there could be something there to suggest based on, on this obviously medium re reading that you have of a past life that maybe there's some connection. Yes, there could be. I mean, who knows? The world is such a crazy place as it is. We can't know all the answers. I'm not saying it's true, and uh, but it could be. You never know. I mean, and for w what better year to find out than 2020 when everything has just gone absolutely insane that not only is there a global pandemic, the US has said there may be aliens, and now we have got past lives that Michael has discovered. I mean, why not? Let's just throw it on <laughs> in 2020. Be a bit of fun. Oh, yes. Well, I think, I think the, the two ends of the spectrum there, I think the aliens thing is... <laughs> and the pandemic are more important than, than my past life story. But yeah, no, no, I know no, what you mean. Fine. Yeah. But hang on a second. No, how, does, how does a man living in the Victorian era cope with 2020? Oh, very well. Well, I've had no problem at all. And I don't mean to rub this into all the people who are working hard and things, but I'm a portrait painter. So for me, it's like <laughs> I could look out the window every morning and not see anything different. I'm working from home because I always do. And I'm painting some very, very, well, famous people at the moment, but I'm not allowed to say who because they're uh. secrets at the moment, but they will all be unveiled in the, well, it will be worldwide press because they're massive. So but I can't say okay. who, but I'm working on several portraits. Yeah. Um, and then, like, after that, I don't want to go giving you ideas, but what if you did some sort of painting of the pandemic, the aliens, and your past life self and just merge it together in what could be, like, one of your greatest masterpieces? Oh, well, <laughs> it wouldn't quite be my style painting aliens. I, I do classical <laughs> revival portraits, um, not necessarily aliens, but it could. There's potential there, but that would be a genre painting. That would tell a story. Mine don't. They're just depictions of people. <laughs>
Well, what if it was just a portrait of a typical grey alien in, in a Victorian kind of style? Maybe that that could work. With a top hat. A tiny alien with, with a top hat on with a cravat and stuff, yeah. Um, well, if you buy it off me, I'll do it for you. <laughs> How much are you charging? How much am I charging? Well, I, I don't want to say it's crude, but it's thousands of things. Okay, Cormac can afford that. We will, uh, we will <laughs> knock on a, a crowdfunder right after the show, and we will see if we can get that money for the uh, alien portrait, which could be one of its kind. But listen, um, we, we oh, appreciate yeah. you giving up your your time this evening, Michael. Anyway, for people to see more of your kind of your artwork and that your fantastic style that you go around on a daily basis, what's your Instagram? Yes, it's Michael Kropish, artist. And in between each word, there's an underscore. Uh, lovely. Listen, go check it out. A very uh, uh, different, eccentric and very talented individual. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse here. Quick reminder, if you want to listen back to the full shows uninterrupted on the specific separate interviews on their own as well, you can get all of those up on uh, the Room 104 podcast where you can find us uh, with on Apple, on Spotify, on all of the usual places. So go there, like, subscribe, and you can uh, listen back to the full shows uninterrupted. Listen, I grabbed a quick card out of a deck of 52. Uh, if you think you know what it is, we've had a couple of guesses come in so far. It is not an ace or a queen. One card sitting here underneath my phone that Tisha kind of helped pick out this evening. Test your psychic abilities. I want to see if you can get it right on the first go. No multiple guessing now before the end of the show. Uh, 0876797104. We'll be back with music from Dermot Kennedy after this. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Some serious news now. Ooh, serious. We- I like serious. We mentioned this last week that certain documents have been released from uh, the Pentagon and other official sources uh, where people have said uh, the, the things that we found on Earth and the things that we are investigating, these materials and these aircraft, were not made on Earth. They're off-world aircrafts. This was official documents released by the Pentagon. You might have seen this last week. Madness, right? So now certain people who are advising senators and high-ranking officials in the US government are on record. Legitimate astrophysicist people on record saying that, yeah, we don't know where these materials came from, that they have, that they've been studying, and that we might be, and they might be off-world, That pretty much saying that there's aliens. Now, to add fuel to that fire, uh, UFO hunters, paranormal, I wouldn't say paranormal investigators, let's just say, yeah, UFO hunters have released an official image from NASA. Uh, an image of the sun with one part of it to the left of the sun is a square blacked out cube on the picture which they now claim is proof of a cover up literally oh my god mm. oh no are my are my are my dreams ruined what do you mean is this it am i ever going to see et Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, you you might. I mean, we just maybe they said they're drip feeding more information about the uh, aliens that are going around. You can see the photo. This is apparently a photo that these people took off NASA's website, but they obviously have tons of photos from all their satellites and claim that. And they've made these claims before that before they publish them. Obviously, I'm sure. I'm sure there's one person's job in NASA with all of these photos that they have to scan them just to make sure on on. The, the slightest possibility that there's something in them that shouldn't be in them, whether that might be a sensitive piece of, I don't know, satellite tech that they've released that no one knows about, or aliens, and that they have to go through and do a little uh, photoshopping on the images. But there is a square missing out of the picture, and people are claiming that that is another attempt by NASA to cover up the aliens uh, that are visiting us and the aliens that are in our galaxy. Or maybe there is no aliens. And maybe that this was just a processing error image and maybe the camera was broken and didn't capture those particular pixels. Like, it's all getting very confusing. I'd rather they just wait, okay, and have all of the evidence to back this up instead of coming out going, oh, there is signs of life. And then Mm. they're going, actually, do you know what? Maybe maybe there's not. Do you know what? Yeah, about that. They just keep coming back and forth. I need confirmation that uh, in my so, lifetime I will marry an alien. Uh, yeah, certain people think that there is apparently some sort of cuboid tower on Saturn which may have been missing. But there is a cube floating through space. If you've ever seen the, the Borg cube, it, it kind of a little bit looks like that, but it's got too, too many jagged edges. I just think that the camera didn't process this image. It kind of looks... It's a black spot missing information as opposed to uh, covering it up. Because if you think about it, if NASA, who are the smartest people in the world, wanted to Photoshop an image and take something out of it, they wouldn't leave a dirty big black square there. Yeah, they'd be a bit you know more I mean? techie. It, they'd know what to do. They'd, know, they'd use mm. the old clone stamp tool and go, let's just clone stamp these aliens out of the picture, and we're done. There we go. But listen, I'm all for an old uh, UFO conspiracy theory and more more power to them. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally. Just hope there's more information on this to come. And soon. Yeah, well, uh, another... There's a guy, Bob Lazar, as well. If anyone into their UFO stuff, right? This guy, Bob Lazar, came out years ago. Uh, he's an American conspiracy theorist. And in the 1980s, said he was hired to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology. That he was, he was meant to, There's been loads of documentaries done on this guy that he was hired to work on these uh, alien crafts that apparently crashed years ago to try and figure out how they do what they do and that has led to loads of the technical, technological advances that are here. And after last week's Pentagon release saying that these things are off-world, now people are like, this dude was telling the truth the whole time. So maybe we have known about aliens for ages. Yeah. Again, I just... Um, this is word of mouth more so than anything. 
are at all good conspiracy theories. So there you go. Uh, 2020 could come with the shocking news at the end of the year that uh, we've got some alien friends and that we're going to have to figure out how we deal with them and how we live with them and how we do all that sort of stuff before the end of the show. Before before the end of the year, and we'll, we'll figure that out. What a year to do it when there's so much chaos going on. They'll just sneak it under the radar. They'll be like, listen, ministers are getting an extra 16 grand. Uh, there's going to be, you know, temperature checks everywhere, loads of lockdowns, and aliens exist as well. What was the last bit? Nothing. Wash your hands. Thanks. See you, bye. Oh, and also, and also, I'm going to just throw in there as well, just to end 2020 on a high for girls in particular. Um, they're also claiming that, you know, if a woman can't orgasm, it's a, a man's fault. He's just bad at sex. That might, that sometimes it might be that, but if they can't orgasm on their own either, then they can't blame men for that. This is a sexpert who has studied sexology for 20 years. Problem, apparently. 20 years, she has said, women who can't achieve an orgasm through sex are made to feel as though it's some personal failing, when in fact it's men who are just bad at sex. Well, maybe the women are really bad at communicating what they want. No, I don't think so. Because well, I, I, I totally so, agree one, with I her. One of the things that I generalise here now that women do is you expect men to know exactly what you want even though you've never mentioned anything about that ever. You leave like these real cryptic clues miles away from what you really want and then get really upset when we don't mind read your way to or mind read our ways to exactly what you want. But but you never you never actually say or tell. We shouldn't have to tell, though. There you go. You see, that's the woman response. We shouldn't have to tell. Well, again, we're not psychic. But the research has found, no, right? No, no, this no, no, is no, very no. interesting. You should have to tell. It takes, on average, for both men and women, four minutes to climax. Right? That's and it, that's and it takes you about twenty years, twenty years to actually say what you want. But during this sex, is the problem. only sixty-five percent of women will climax, and ninety-five percent of men. Listen, just because we know what we're doing. All right, we know what we want, we know what we like, and we go ahead and we do it. But you're just sitting there no, kind of going, you're just not in your head, why, why won't you do this? Why won't you do that? And then you're never saying this. And you're going, yeah, that's lovely, that's fine. Yeah, no, no, great, great, great. Now, anyone that says that is lovely, it's fine, Doesn't they don't mean it. They're just, they're just feeling bad. Whereas men will say it straight up or probably cheat on you or leave. Whereas women will go, oh, no, it's fine, and then cry into a pillow. So I'm glad we've come to the agreement here that it's, it's women's problem for not... Uh, outwardly expressing and communicating what they want because otherwise how would anyone know like you don't go into a restaurant and then just never tell the waiter what you want do you you'd have a terrible time you don't go into a waiter and say you should know what i want what would you like you should just know it's like no listen there's loads of things you can have tell me what you want and i will get it for you same thing is true with men just tell us what you want and we'll go get it for you or do it i'm I'm sitting there there. going "Mm." i i kind of feel like it's it's um having to stop mid you know, fun to tell you what I want is kind of like you stopping to get a condom. That's not in the same room that you have to leave to go, and you're just like, you know what? Just leave it. It's fine. I'm just going to go to sleep. Exactly. Instead. That's it. You just give up too easily. You just say, just leave it, and we should know what you want, even though yeah. no one, no one can uh, mind read. There's nothing worse, by the way, than in the middle of doing your fun things, someone turning around going, "What do you like?" 
and it takes out a little it's clipboard suddenly... and a survey. Going, I just wanted to do a little bit of research here. Do you like yeah. this? I have got four different options we can go with from here. Uh, different positions with varying degrees of difficulty. Uh, how's your flexibility? Because one of them oh, is a bit weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, for the most part, you wouldn't really know whether they're enjoying it or not. You should know. I mean, if they're enjoying no. it, don't just stop and ask, what do, what do you like? Because then you're like, oh, I like this. Then it just gets and, awkward. And chocolate. But maybe <laughs> exactly. maybe beforehand, maybe you could tell, maybe you could talk about these things. I, I think this is all coming back to women being terrible communicators and never uh, never asking for what you really want and then feeling no, bitter and angry Irish. at the world. Possibly no, just Irish, Irish people, as well, yeah. yeah. We don't sit down after coming back from work going, right, so, um, you know, tonight now... Um, I was taking a ride you later, like? but uh, what would, would you want? <laughs> and in particular you want now before I go down to the shop? Uh, <laughs> jotting it down. You'd have it on your notepad. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of going, okay, right, yeah, yeah. Put it on a little tick box. Uh, Project management. Yeah. See, that just doesn't happen. And we're not um, designed to be... Uh, flirty in that way are we really Irish people no I don't even know what what was you but I think every therapist would say you got to communicate these things this is the problem that this guy would not satisfy you and then rather than working it out and talking it through and maybe drawing little diagrams and having awkward kind of conversations about these things you'll just leave yeah pretty much up and leave it didn't work out just you know we can't see eye to eye but you never spoke about it there you go Mm. no I'm guilty of that like I I speak for a living but yeah. No, it's men's fault. Apparently, you should no, know what no. you're doing. Um, we obviously know what we're doing. Well, clearly because not. 95, if, uh, 95% less... of men are happy. Yeah, exactly, because we know what we're doing. We know how to make ourselves happy. You clearly don't. No, but it's so much easier for you. Literally. Oh, it? Yeah. It's it, technically no, much, now. much harder. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. It's only Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. I'm so glad it's the time it is because anyone that's listening now is probably um, not in a shop with loads of people around because that would be highly inappropriate. But look, I'm just going to say sleep easy tonight, girls. It's not your fault if you can't climax. It's his fault. So you should probably leave him and get someone that can do it for you. Oh, yeah, you're going to go through about 700 men until you randomly come across one that does it the way that you like it instead of kind of going, actually, I really don't like your hairy, sweaty chest in my face when you're doing that. Maybe we'll mix it up a little bit. Look, get in contact with me. You know, I know I know people. I know people. You don't that have to like stick with them. sounds like you're going to murder someone. That sounds like no. you're gonna, if someone gets in touch, you're going to murder their boyfriend for them. <laughs> I, I no, know no, no, no. Hey, I, I just know people, huh? you don't have to. You don't have to suffer in silence, okay? No one has to. Yeah, the pencil's falling and everything. Don't suffer in silence, right? Leave your man and hope that the next guy might be able to psychically figure out what you want. Yeah, don't hope. Be be positive. He probably will. But if you're not going to tell the new guy, he's not going to know either. Yeah, you see, the thing is, you don't tell them. They just do you it do if they can. Them. If they can. If they can tap into that area and satisfy you, amazing. <laughs> By themselves. Right, so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should do like a sexology course. 
you'd be terrible, you know, you'd be terrible co-drivers in a rally. You know, you'd just be sitting there and the driver would be like, okay, where are we going? And they'd just smash into a tree. And you're like, why didn't you tell me there was a U-turn there? You should have known. You just should have known, you absolute bastard. <laughs> like, this is your man. job, is to tell me which way to go. No, you should have known. If you were any sort of good rally driver, you would have known there was a U-turn into a soft left that you should have taken at 60 miles an hour. But you didn't, you stupid. Am I this wrong? No. You're completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, 100%. No. See, now it's going to make loads of men around Dublin paranoid. Oh, no, we know wonder, this already. We know all of this already, this? that women don't am talk or ever right? tell us what they want. Or are they and lying? Again, are will they, they care, though? It? If, if 95% of men are enjoying themselves and rolling over going to sleep, it's your own fault for not speaking up sooner. Yeah, girls, stop um, worrying about hurting their feelings. Hurt their feelings. Tell them. Tell them exactly how you feel and that you will leave them tomorrow if they do not satisfy you. <laughs> yeah, emotionally abuse them into giving what you want sexually. But don't tell them what you want though. either. This is serious advice. Tell them that they should know and then give out to them when they're doing it wrong. But never tell them the right way to do it. Ever. Never get complacent in a relationship. That's all I'm saying. And never get clear, according to Saoirse as well. Never have no, any don't sort speak. of clarity. Never speak. Communication is really bad in a relationship. Just keep going. <laughs> I, do, I communicate in a job in relationships I don't know why they don't work out for me never we don't talk yeah. and then about any feelings take, you can take your baggage from one relationship to the next <laughs> and just move in there and go hello here are my issues along with everything else this is going to be a fun roller coaster for a while yeah don't open oh, up to dear. me because I don't have to deal with that okay just yeah like just... I haven't developed the personal or social skills to effectively manage this so we will have fun for about two months and then it'll be chaos <laughs> I just like light you know keep things light watch a yeah. film laugh once once the film's over and you have to actually talk don't just go yeah, to bed just turn the light um, and go home yeah, yeah. Go, good luck <laughs> to you boy I don't want any sort of uh, emotional connection here at all can't deal with that happy days <laughs> yeah pretty much solid relationship advice here this evening if that Thank doesn't work you. out for you I don't know what will you might as well just give up on love and life altogether uh, right it's pretty much us for this evening on the show we have to leave on a high point of having the most miserable relationship advice in the entire world but there you go uh, wait what you haven't told us what card came out oh yeah you need to do that what was the answer uh, 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 uh. Well, no, I, I said, want to see someone against the six of clubs. Is it the two of spades? Is it the ace of spades? Is it jack of spades? Nine of diamonds? Is it the eight of diamonds? No, what did you guess? I said the ace. I said the king of hearts, the queen of hearts. No. What is it? It is a heart. It's not the queen of hearts. It's, it is a queen of hearts? No, it's, it's, it's a heart, but it is not the queen. Oh. Ten. Nine. Two. The two hearts. There you go. I'd never have got that. Oh, sure, look. Uh, someone sent in a message. I like this. Seriously, only kids need someone to tell them what to do when they do the same thing every effing day. True. Man, we're just big kids. We're just big kids. We're simple creatures. Need direction. Um, that's why she is single. A lad would be afraid to sleep with her. <laughs> yeah, in fairness. I am very scary though Okay now I am very scary (laughs) I mean If I was a guy I wouldn't come near me To be honest No 
No, that's a good, a good yeah. safe message to put out there. But listen, uh, cheers to those texts in this evening. Yeah, <laughs> cheers for uh, all the messages this evening. Just for tuning in. Podcast will be up very, very soon. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.